Welcome to day 25 of Shaped by the Word, season 3, uh, Story of the Prophets. And the story of the prophets is a very sad story. Uh, as we saw yesterday in the images of Hosea, these beautiful description of how deeply God has loved Israel and how he nurtured them you know, as a people, how he taught them to walk, how he lifted them to cheek and, and nurtured them you know, as, a, as a mother would nurture a child and has healed their wounds and has given them all of the good things that, you, that they now rejoice in. And yet all of those good things have been distractions to them. And, and, and worse than distractions, not only have they removed their heart from God, but they've, they've also turned their heart you know, toward other gods that they think may have better promises or a better hope for them. And, of course, all of this is a foolishness. And so when you come to the prophets, there's a very sad part of the story uh, that God has called. And as we saw yesterday, the more he called Israel, the more they went in the opposite direction. And now he's abandoned Israel to their own devices, and and it'll be horrific uh, indeed as Assyria comes in and wipes out the nation. And Hosea is is living right there on the edge of that. Israel doesn't see it coming. Uh, God sees it coming, and he's announcing it through Hosea, through, you know, uh, Amos, through Joel, uh, through Micah, you know, as we'll study, you know, you know hit tomorrow, and, and also through the prophet Isaiah, they're right on the edge as God is about to enact the ultimate act of judgment uh, to allow another nation to uh, destroy Israel and take her people into captivity. So we begin uh, in Hosea chapter 13, and uh, we see here, you know, again, uh, oracles of judgment, but it'll end on a high note. You know, as God calls his people back to him, I'm talking about a future beyond the judgment and the hope you know, that we have in him. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of your word. We thank you for what it is. We thank you for the way that you've preserved it for us. Uh, we thank you for Paul's you know, very simple statement that everything in your word is, is your breath. And uh, we remember and from the opening scenes of the story of Scripture, how you breathed life into Adam and he became a living being, and how you breathed your life into your word and it gives life to us. And we thank you for your spirit who, who walks with us as we read your word and enables us to see exactly what you want us to see and to apply it to our lives. So may you, through your spirit, by your word, do your work in us. It's in your holy name we pray. Hosea 13, when Ephraim spoke, people trembled. He was exalted in Israel, but he became guilty of Baal worship and died. Now they sin more and more. They make idols for themselves from their silver, cleverly fashioned images, all of them the work of craftsmen. It is said of these people, they offer human sacrifices. They cap idols. Therefore, they will be like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears, like chaff swirling from a threshing floor, like smoke escaping through a window. But I have been your God ever since you came out of Egypt. You shall acknowledge no God but me, no Savior except me. I cared for you in the wilderness, in the land of burning heat. When I fed them, they were satisfied. When they were satisfied, they became proud. Then they forgot me. So I'll be like a lion to them, like a leopard. I will lurk by the path, like a bear robbed of her cubs. I will attack them and rip them open like a lion. I will devour them. A wild animal will tear them apart. You're destroyed, Israel, because you were against me, against your helper. Where is your king, that he may save you? Where are your rulers and all your towns of whom you said, Give me a king and princes? 
So in my anger, I gave you a king, and in my wrath, I took him away. The guilt of Ephraim is stored up, his sins are kept on record. Pains as of a woman in childbirth come to him, but he is a child without wisdom. When the time arrives, he doesn't have the sense to come out of the womb. I will deliver this people from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. Where, O death, are your plagues? Where, O grave, is your destruction? I will have no compassion, even though he thrives among his brothers. An east wind from the Lord will come, blowing in from the desert. His spring will fail and his well will dry up. His storehouses will be plundered of all its treasure. The people of Samaria must bear their guilt because they have rebelled against their God. They will fall by the sword. Their little ones will be dashed to the ground. Their pregnant women ripped up and return Israel to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all of our sins and receive us graciously that we may offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria cannot save us. We will uh, not mount war horses. We will never never again say our gods to what our own hands have made. For in you, the fatherless find compassion. I will hear their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger has turned away from them. I'll be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily, like a cedar of Lebanon. He will send down his roots. His young shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. People will dwell again in his shades. They will flourish like the grain. They will blossom like the vine. Israel's fame will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? I will answer him and care for him. I am like a flourishing flourishing juniper. Your fruitfulness comes from me. Who is wise? Let them realize these things. Who is discerning? Let them understand. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but rebellious stumble in them. And of course, that offers us, you know, kind of a picture, uh, you know, that is used, uh, you know, that Jesus uses in the in the New Testament. You know, talking about the stone that the builders had rejected, uh, that many come to it. It would be a source of stumbling for many, but a source of righteousness for a few. And of course, the wisdom here is to hear the word of the Lord and respond in righteousness rather than uh, to respond in rejection. Mm-hmm. It's interesting in 13.6, kind of um, the pattern that keeps being repeated, God blesses and the, the people receive it gladly, but then their hearts you know, turn to lesser things, to idols. And it says in 6, when I fed them, they were satisfied. When they were satisfied, they became proud and then they forgot me. And I find that so true in my own life. You know, when I'm blessed by the Lord or given or fed, I'm satisfied, but then so quickly it turns to pride and looking at myself and then they forget and walk away. And it seems to be a kind of a repetitive motion there. I like the way that uh, Hosea has used, or the Lord has used uh, the image of dew mm-hmm. uh, in two different ways. Uh, one, they will be like the dew, it'll just evaporate. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in, in the latter part, I will be like the dew for them, coming back and bringing refreshment and and uh, bringing the thriving of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's kind of an interesting, you know, an interesting metaphor. And, interesting double edge on that metaphor as well mm-hmm. and of course a lot of rich images of both judgment and compassion mm-hmm. yeah. when you you have the love i mean the way the book ends you know who is mm-hmm. wise let them realize these things who is discerning let them understand and you know what is the wise and discerning thing to do it's to repent mm-hmm. you know it's to turn from their ways to return to the lord your sins have been your downfall take words with you and return to the lord say to him 
you know, forgive all our sins and receive us graciously that we may offer the fruit of our lips. And isn't that the same wise and discerning response that Scripture calls you no, know us to? That is, it's to be a people who are quick to repent. Yeah, and it's you know, and and it's interesting. He says, "Take words with you," because a lot of times you're going to hear that image in the prophets. You know, your words yeah. are meaningless because they don't come from a heart. But this, in this instance, he said, "You you need to say it out loud." Yeah. You know, we have sinned against our God, and we have trusted in Assyria, and no longer will we take things that our hands have made and and, and call them our gods. Mm-hmm. In, in other words, you, you need to come back to the place of covenant relationship, and you need to restore the covenant and re- re- recommit yourself you know to the very heart of the covenant so this is one of those instances uh you know where we often tell our kids use your words <laughs> and, and they they need to use their words they need yeah. to say out loud and hear themselves say we have sinned against our yeah. god mm-hmm. and, and then of course you have that image in romans you know that uh you confess with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart god has raised him from the dead you'll, you'll be saved and of course the, the combination of two mouth and heart yeah. speaking in unison mm-hmm. and, yeah. and of course that's a call you know, here as well. Yeah. And in our repentance, I mean, we have to be discerning enough to know what we're repenting and turning away from, you know, and, and there it is. Assyria cannot save us. We will not mount war horses. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made, you know, to take inventory of what has become our gods. What is our heart, you know, kind of clung to what, what do we hope, you know, in the mm-hmm. end will protect us and provide comfort and security. And of course, we read earlier in the week our confidence is in our war horses and our fortified cities. <laughs> yes. uh, and now, you know, it, it has not happened in the sequence of, you know, in the chronological sequence yet. But uh, you know, Hosea is seeing it, you know, as if it has already had happened. Uh, the fortified cities are devastated. Even the strong, you know, the fortress of Samaria, you know, will lie in ruin. And of course, everybody will be knocked off of their horses and ultimately defeated. Mm-hmm. I love verse 4 and 14. I will heal their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger has turned away from them. Um, I will be like the dew to Israel, and and he will blossom like a lily. So just the the flourishing, just uh, as we do repent and as we turn, and just the flourishing that happens when we're enjoying the righteousness of God is just so beautiful. We, you know, we lived, you know, for a while in a high desert, you know, in in, in New Mexico, and and it was... And deeply interesting how desolate things could seem and just one, you know, light rain could bring everything to life and everything would bloom. And of mm-hmm. course, that's the picture of the yeah. desolation that's come into this, you know, wonderful bloom mm-hmm. uh, because of, you know, because of the blessing of the Lord. And, and of course, the passage starts with the more I bless them, the more they became proud and the more they turned away. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, you find a people who are wise and discerning who receive the blessing of the Lord with your gratitude and walk in all of his ways. Yeah. And of course, that is the invitation of Hosea and mm-hmm. a perfect yeah. note to end on. Yeah. Father, we thank you for, for your wisdom. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for common grace. Uh, we thank you have, you not only give life to our souls, but you have blessed us so many rich things. And Father, forgive us when the things around us become bigger than the one who has given us these wonderful gifts. Uh, may we be wise. May we be discerning. May we hunger for as, as our Lord beckoned us for your righteousness. And may your righteousness be our ultimate satisfaction. And I love the phrase where Hosea said, I fed them and they were satisfied. And we're only truly satisfied, Lord, when we're fed by you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.